0: Welcome to our first episode of our new show, Around the Gavel. I'm Sarah Morris, an attorney partner as well as the CEO of Morris Law Center. Uh, Today we are going to be talking about the pitfalls of marital trusts. Estate planning is one of my favorite areas of practice, so I'm very excited to get going on this. As always, please subscribe and leave us an honest review on your pat podcast platform. We're going to talk about the possible pitfalls of marital marital trusts and generally what a marital trust is in Nevada, in particular. Let me say I am not talking about any other state. Um, and if you want to dive deeper into this, you can always give us a call. Okay, so marital trust—it can be used. Sometimes this term is used, and uh, people don't really know what they're talking about. Um, I—it's not a completely defined term, but what I wanted to talk about today is something that's come up twice now in the last two months. I've had clients bring to me old trusts that are marital trusts, meaning when I say marital trust, I simply mean that the two people that created the trusts are married. Um, So that to me signifies it's a marital trust um, of some sort. So I've recently received two marital trusts that were done, you know, 10 to 15 years ago, and one of the spouses has already passed away, and now the remaining spouse has come into my office and said, okay, a lot has changed, you know, since I I actually, we drafted this thing, and I want to change some stuff. Well, the problem that has presented itself in both of these situations is that because one of the spouses has passed away, um we are very limited in what we can do in terms of amending the trust because um, because of the way these particular trusts were written. So a lot of times marital trusts in the past were written because they're trying to... Uh, avoid taxes on the first upon the first spouse's death so that's why they were written nowadays not so much because the tax laws have changed and um, in Nevada in particular we do not have an estate tax and the federal estate tax exemption is so high that you know most clients are not going to qualify over and above that anyway so they don't have to worry Uh, So that isn't a reason to do it now. Now, of course, the tax laws are probably gonna change and maybe we'll go back to that, but for the moment, it's not an issue. So a lot of times, historically speaking, people would do it for tax advantages. Um, One of the things that, like I said, I've come up with lately with these older trusts is that um, typically what I'm seeing is we've got a husband and wife, they set up a trust, They may put in both, Nevada's a community property state, so they may put in both uh, separate property and community property into this trust. What happens when one of them dies, the trust dictates, the trust says, okay, when one of the spouses dies, the trust is split into two separate trusts. One for the, decedent, the deceased spouse, his 50% of the community property interest of whatever he put in, plus his separate property interests. So that's the deceased spouse trust. It is now unchangeable. You can't do anything different with it. It's going to sit there, and the trustee that he designated 15 years ago is the trustee for that trust. You can't change it because he's gone. Then the other trust, which is called the survivor's trust is for the spouse that is still alive. Now this trust is for his or her half of the community property interest plus his or her separate property. So Since he or she is still alive, she can amend this trust, Um, meaning that she can change the trustees, she can change the beneficiaries of her trust, but, but the other one, and I'm saying her because actually both of the people that came into my office were the wives, so the husbands have passed away, so we'll just use that terminology for now. Um, so she can't do anything with the husband, right? So in the latest example, the client actually, uh, the they designated the successor trustee, meaning the peop- the trustee that would um, be in place after both of them pass away, would be Bank of America. <laughs> Normally, in these more simple trusts, you you know you don't see as often that you're designating an actual professional trustee because, of course, you have to pay a certain fee and it becomes more costly for the heirs and the trust and everything else. But um, usually you're just designating a family member uh, to do that or a friend or a CPA or somebody. But in this case, they designated the bank, which is fine. It's just now we've got a bank trustee um, for the the husband's portion, and now the wife wants to switch her trustee and her beneficiaries and everything, uh, so she can do it. And what I had to tell her is she can absolutely do it for her portion, but she cannot do it for his portion. So that is one of the major pitfalls in marital trusts. And again, I hesitate to even use that terminology because, um, you know, it's a certain kind of trust, but there people use that term for different things. So I'm not saying every trust is like that that's a marital trust. I'm just saying watch out for it. Um, The other reason people use the marital trust, which is one of the pros, is... You know, sometimes we've got um, husbands and wives, it's a second or third marriage, they're coming in with kids from one marriage and then kids from another, and so necessarily they want to make sure that um, their own children that they didn't have with the current spouse gets their stuff, you know, to make it simple. So these trusts are good in that respect because... we can always write in there that, you know, their portion of the community property, it does split into two trusts. See, this is where the two trusts works. Okay, one dies, we're splitting it into two trusts now. We don't want anything to change for the one that died because we want to ensure that their wishes are carried out and maybe they don't. I mean, it doesn't mean that they don't necessarily trust the other spouse, but sometimes that is the case. But it's also just simply, you know, they want to make sure that their, their, their heirs – are taken care of. So it can be a pro and it can be a con, you know, uh, just something to think about when you're considering a marital trust. So like I said, if you have any other questions or you want to dive deeper into it, or you're interested in marital trust, please feel free to give us a call and we can discuss it further.